Sports bet BS hotline, state your emergency. Yeah, it's me punters group. Me mate Dave, I reckons he bought in. Okay, hang up now. What? And join Sports Bet's Bet with Mates. It's group betting without all the BS. Conditions apply. Gamble responsibly. 1 800 858 858. The Odd Good morning and welcome to the Odds Couple on SEN. No Simon O'Donnell this morning, no David Taggart. Trent Mason Elder off the bench, literally, joined by my partner in crime this this morning, one of the stalwarts of the Odds Couple. He's a brave man, Paddy Garshagan from Sportsbet. Paddy, welcome. Good morning, uh, Trent. Strange one. It's a strange one. We need to paint the picture and let (laughs) our listeners know what's going on. So you may have read in uh, the Herald Sun or some online media that there has been a, a bit of a COVID situation here at Croc Media. One of the staff members has tested positive. Um, that is public knowledge as per the media. So we're taking all precautions at the moment. So hence why Simon and David Taggart are not here today. I've been called up off the bench and uh, there's been plenty of contract tracing and all precautions being taken care of. So we're just playing it safe as is the uh, most sensible thing to do in this current climate. So Tags and Scuba no, are not here in the studio today, but we will get them on the phone and have a chat to them very, very shortly. But it's uh, for the next hour, it's myself and Paddy Garshagan. Uh, we're going to chat to Jason Bollington, of course, who we chat to each and every Saturday from HRV to get the best uh, from the trots.com.au. Paddy Welsh is going to join us. Hasn't he made an impression mm-hmm. early doors on he, fire, the, uh, the Queensland King? And Dean Krongold, looking forward to having a chat to him. Recently gone into partnership with Jason Warren, the training duo there, and they've got a really good chance with their star, Philly or Mayor, now in Brooklyn Hustle in the McEwen Stakes today. Can't wait for that clash against Hanseatic, who I think Tags is pretty keen on. Let's get to the great man first and foremost. Off the top, six-time Group 1 winning jockey, the star of SEN track, as he would say himself, David Taggart. Good morning. Good morning, gentlemen. That's uh, it is a very odd, odd couple this morning, isn't it? It's very. You know what it feels like, tags. You know, do you remember when we were younger and well, you might have not been younger, but I was, and we used to watch the cricket um, in the Ashes in England, and you used to go to bed, and we might be one for a hundred overnight, and you wake up in Australia might be nine for eighty six. That's what it feels like, to be honest. Everyone's just yeah. part of the season. It's uh, Trent and myself having a. Have a bit of a tail wag to get to the hour, isn't it? Well, <laughs> well, it is a bit like that because the Aussies should have won the T20 match over England. Oh, no, we butchered butch oh. that. Tags, as you know, oh, I, yeah. I haven't done the odds couple for quite a few months now, given that I'm uh, now EP of breakfast and have to get up at three thirty every morning. But <laughs> when hasn't I, that improved? Uh, breakfast, you're talking about, I assume. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the odds couple. I've just noticed Look, number that, one breakfast show on a Saturday morning. <laughs> I've just noticed that. Uh, a bit of a difference from when I used to come in. It's so much quieter here without you. I don't. Well, Scoob's not here as well, but I, I think it is you that it's a lot quieter at the moment. But uh, no, good to have a chat to you, mate. What do you make of the card today at, at the Valley? And we're playing on a good four. It's uh, true. Uh, the rail's in the true position, so it goes back into the true after the deluge of rain we had last time at the, at the uh, Valley meeting where they got called off halfway through. And we've got the Group 2 Fee and Stakes, which is the feature, but also the McEwen Stakes. And uh, your love child or the horse that you are in love with goes around in the McEwen. Yeah, he does. Uh, you know, I'm a big fan of Hanseatti. i just got to watch a few races. I um, have no idea how these yep. races are going to play out today at the Valley. You, you are saying the rails in the true from the deluge of us uh, two weeks ago. 
The rail was our five metres on that occasion. So I'd, I'd hate to say, is this going to be another leaders track today? Because you don't want to get out in that ground that where they raced two weeks ago in that swamp. So you wouldn't assume that they'd be swooping too much at Mooney Valley. And that's going to be the conundrum uh, with uh, Brooklyn Hustle too. But I know she's drawn an inside gate. And uh, Dunn will probably have to give her another 11, 12, 11 out of 10 ride. Um, would have, can't wait to hear Dean Crongold. But Hansi had it score 9 out of 9, Trent. So uh, I think they've got no other option but to ride him cold first up and, and see if he runs on. So uh, he might be set up for something to lead all the way like Bella Bella. Can't win, Tags, Hansiatic. As you, you sort of mentioned there, that outside part of the track, lanes 5 and plus, I think they're just going to be absolute garbage. Yeah, you, you don't want to be... Three or four off the fence. Exactly. Really, we, we, we saw the slop, and all, horses were running home in 15 4 the end, the back end of the other week, which is just the <laughs> slowest you'll ever hear on a Metro Saturday. So that ground is going to be completely cast. That, those from the rail to lane sort of five, that's where you want to be. I think it's going to be an absolute dynamite on the inside. Leaders track. That's how I'm going to be playing it today, too. Tags, yes. stick, uh, stick with us. Bit, stick right. with us, mate. We better welcome in one of uh, Australia's finest all rounders. Uh, Simon O'Donnell, who's also not in uh, studio this morning. Good morning, Scoob. Hey, Trent, lovely to be with you. Uh, Paddy, good morning to you, Tag. my wine. Um, interesting, just listening to that opening, which I thought was pretty flat, Trent. Um, <laughs> the key good to be back. To that, it's good uh, to be back. The key ingredient to that intro was um, the man of great courage, Paddy Garshagan. Now, that, that word doesn't go hand in hand with where he was educated. <laughs> Let me tell you right now, the Bluestone College in St Kilda Road. Uh, very good. How's uh, everything on the farm this morning, mate? Everything on the farm. We've got a beautiful fog here this morning. And the sun's now out. It's this silver sort of setting. It's beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. I'm missing you all. But it's beautiful where I am this morning. I might even go out and do a, a moment of exercise. A moment of exercise. Nothing too strenuous, just a moment so I can watch this afternoon and watch Tag's best horse get smashed in Hensi Attic. Uh, watch Brooklyn Hustle um, smash the uh, the rest of them. Uh, so it's going to be a good day. I'll put a bit of coin in the pocket. Where's my uh, Where's my bottle of Yolumba Estate, mate? Oh, where do you think it is, you moron? <laughs> Where do you think it is? I think that could be as deemed as an essential last service to get get that down here and just leave it on it's the doorstep. Sitting, it's sitting in my wine rack. I <laughs> rang you last night and apologised. Don't try and make an issue with this. Are you, sure you, you sure you didn't drink it all last night? You seemed a bit giggly on no, the phone last drink, night. No, I did look at Beck, my, my darling wife, last night. I said, oh, I wouldn't mind hooking, <laughs> you know. And now I'm not going now, and uh, I, I've kept it. No, it'll be there next week. I apologise it's not there within our um, usual trading terms, but it will be there uh, within 14 days. Here's one thing, one other thing I have noticed in my re- upon my return here is Paddy Garshagan's confidence is, uh, has gone through the roof. Oh. He was... He'd oh. barely get a couple of words out of him when I used to produce his show, and now he's uh, up and about. Maybe because you guys are not in the studio, he's just got yeah. a bit of Dutch courage. Well, but... do you know where I am, Scoob? I'm sitting in the... Uh... <laughs> I'm sitting opposite to where I'd normally sit, which is also oh, known no, as, also known as your, your throne. Oh. And I'm just looking up. I've got the four TVs in front of me. I've got the screen. I've got the TV to my left. So this is quite a nice little setup. I don't have to jar my neck around and I'll be, uh, well, it'll be, be, it'll be feeling it'll be quite good to be here. It'd be, it'd be, 
it'd be good to be there at the end of the afternoon to watch you not walk out like Rod Carter with that tilt on the side <laughs> of the telly uh, There's no scarf on Paddy Garshagan, though, which yeah. is a good thing. Uh, before we move on, uh, Paddy, I'm getting bombarded off the, the text machine here. What's the code word, code word for the Punters Club, Sports Bet Punters Club today? Straight into it. Um, you know how this one works, punters. It's a strange day, but the Punters Club still lives on. So current Sports Bet customers only. Text your Sports Bet username, your suburb, and today's code word is a digit. 1053. That represents the new station in Brisbane. 1053. Text that, your sports bet username and suburb to 0433981116 to be involved in today's Punters Club. You know how it works. We'll pick 20 and you'll find out around 11am if you've gained a start in oh, a Punters Club that really needs to bounce back, Trent. There's been two, two bad weeks, but as trends normally go on, I've, I've sort of bounced back after the two bad weeks. Oh, I've got confidence in you today, Paddy. And, of course, that code word is because we are launching into Brisbane on 105.3am and the Gold Coast on 16.20am. Good stuff. SEN is absolutely going bananas right around the country. Melbourne, Perth, Wollongong, uh, Atherton, Ingham, Gosford, Sydney, all over the country, SEN. And that code word again, 1053 for the Sportsbet Punters Club. Tags, let's get back to you. I want your thoughts on the fee and stakes. It's not the strongest edition of the Fee and Stakes, I think it would be fair to say. Surprise baby, is he a deserving favourite? Yeah, you're spot on. It's it's not a time-honoured Fee and Stakes, especially not like 1995 when Bo Hart won it. Uh, ridden uh, by? Uh, at Caulfield, actually. It was the only race uh, Fee and Stakes at Caulfield, yes. One of the best mans I rode, as you know. How many, uh, how many lengths? Fouling, fouling. was slaughtered, but it's still won. Um <laughs> But but in saying that, it's a it's an even race. Uh, like Streets of Avalon, he won't get the miles, so we put a line through that. You would assume, even though he'll lead and make it a soft lead, surprise, baby, you'll get back. But again, it's all how the track's going to be playing, isn't it? By that stage, and I tell you what, Mahama Day is not out of it at a bit of a price too. He loves the valley as long as well as with the stable mates of Coney Harbour views first up. Why can't he win? It's going to be a cracking race. Yeah, it's really intriguing for mine. Uh, I'm interested. I just think Harbour Views and maybe to a lesser extent Surprise Baby. I was listening to, to Matt Williams during the week and saying that Harbour Views is almost like a mini grand final. This is their ticket in, so that he's going to be really fit and wound up for a crack at mm. this race. So I think they're almost putting yeah. a lot of their eggs in the basket today to try and get into the Cox Plate and then they'll um, really space his campaign campaign out to try and yeah. keep him fit to get to the Cox Plate. Scoob, I might get you on that, having known Matty Williams and this being a, an OTI horse. What do you make of Harbour Views today? I think he's the best horse in the race. Um, and, and, you know, I'm pleased that Matty said that during the week because um, my comment commentary would have been if, if this horse isn't fit and isn't ready to run the mile uh, and put his hand up to be a genuine group one weight for age or a genuine wait for age horse today. Um, you know, I'll pop down and give Maddie a coach's address during the week myself personally <laughs> because you know, literally today is the day. Yep. Um, he, he has to announce himself at some stage as, as a genuine contender in these bigger races. Every time he's got to a bigger race, he's failed. Now, you know, they've, they've had excuses at times you know, with, a, with an injury and maybe one run or two, Maddie, in the track not right. But, you know, this, this springs his time to announce that I'm a very good horse. A lot of people think he is a very good horse, but what goes on between his ears pulls him back a little bit. Today's got to be the day that he puts his hand up. Old mucus mouth, harbour views. Is that going to be another excuse today? 
Oh, look, I, I don't, I don't think there can be one today. Trent, mm. I yeah. think oh, this Trent. is it. Oh, have I, um, have I adopted a, a Trent voice, good now? No, I just don't want to talk to you. <laughs> hey, surprise, baby! If he's fair income about a Melbourne Cup, uh, also similarly, similarly, is it? You know what I'm trying to say? Similar, similar. Trying to get this golden ticket into the Cox Plate. <laughs> You've got to be beating this field, but it's just this, this awkward awkward draw and having probably going to have to round them up around those lanes five, six that we talked about earlier in the show. $3.20 seems very short for, uh, for Surprise Baby, don't you think, fellas? Yeah, I think it is. You know, Sakoni's the one that keeps popping into my brain. Yep. Mm. He's been running mm. racing so well. You know, now whether we can do it again, I'm, I'm not 100% sure, but I, I think you guys are quite right. You know, this is as poor a scene as I've ever seen. Um, in the time I've followed racing. And, you know, it's interesting. It's just another, I suppose, example. Um, I love the Valley for, for all its quirks, and it's, it's really un- a unique race course. But people don't use it in the early spring like they do Caulfield and Flemington in lead-up races for bigger races later on. And that's even become, I think, a, a, a bigger factor in the last five years. Mm, Sir, Sir Coney's 10 bucks into 460 scoops, so the punter's certainly getting around Sir Coney. He's racing rock hard fit. Here's another one. Is this the final chance for Humidor? 23 bucks. Is it worth just chucking in your quaddies? Is it worth having a little each way play? Because it's the fifth trainer under Chris Waller. No. No chance? I don't like him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, yeah. He's, he's been a, an absolute warrior uh, for connections, but the be- his best is definitely past him. I'd be absolutely stunned if he was to win today. Tags, let's move on. We want to talk about the McEwen Stakes, and then I want your thoughts on Nature's Trip as well. So, Hansi Attic, you're going you're gonna to just keep your powder dry. We know you love him, but you just want to see how the track plays to see whether they can circle and make ground? 100%. And I don't think the track will be in his favour. So I'm not making excuses for him. I'm going to love... I've got to watch the race. I love the horse. And I'm not going to convict him on one one bad run. He may even get home and run home and run yeah. fourth or fifth and go, geez, well, that that, that caught the eye beating the length, you know? So like like to follow him. Don't forget, he's only a three-year-old taking on the older horses as well for the first time. So, you know, there's a few question marks. I, I wouldn't be stepping into that price of... Uh, of what he is at the moment, though. I think he's just way too short. And he's got bigger fish to fry. So, as you said, if he's, Correct. you know, running on and, and, and smashing the line, then I think they could take a, a lot of confidence out of that. What's your best at the Valley today, Tags? I'm going to go, and I'm surprised. It's, it's, Sydney's tough as well, right? So I've, I've actually made Dabier my best at Moody Valley in the last. Who? Dabier, Chris Waller, Michael Lord on board. Favourite with Sportsbet? Yeah, favourite. Well backed as well. $4.40 into $2.90. Um, with He's the weight the of, with, yeah, with okay. the weight of money. It's just a just seems a tough one to round out. Well, it is a tough day, but that's Saturday racing in, in Melbourne on a Saturday. And he's tough. But what I look at him, he's he's second up. He, he ran through the line very well first up, but he's he's unbeaten second up and he's two from two at Mooney Valley as well. So he ticks a lot of the boxes. All right, you are the king of Sydney tags on SEN track. What's your best there? And does Nature Strip win at uh, around about a dollar forty? He'll be winning, won't he? Seriously, well, what's going to be? Well, these are the ones he loses. <laughs> well, there, there was a little um, offering with one of the agencies. I think if he went through the spring undefeated and he had to win at least three. He was 20 to 1 and he got crunched in the 10. So I took a little bit. I got on, mate. So I got a bit of the $10 about it. So I hope 
uh, he can win three from three. Right. Uh, this spring. What's your best at Randwick? Oh, mate, geez, it's a tough day there. I'll have to get back to you on okay. that. Okay, we'll check in with you throughout the day. And yeah, one job, come uh, mate, enjoy. Uh, Jeez, he's in ISO. He's got nothing to do and he can't even find a tip in Sydney. Get out of here, you big log. Enjoy sleep in tags and we'll uh, touch base with you throughout the uh, day, great man. Yeah, so you're hosting during the day as well? Yeah, mate, I've, I'm just doing it all oh, you've got a, off the bench. Desperate you've times. Got a long, you, yeah. Desperate times we're call si- for defer- desperate si- measures. We're 16 minutes into the into the afternoon, boys. How many times you're going to hear to get number 3:30, Paddy? You poor soul. You know, you know what though? I haven't been called one thing this morning, and it feels nice. I, it, it's 8:16. Normally, I've been here about for an hour, and I've been called a muppet 15 times. I'm, mupp- I'm muppetless this morning, which is which is a little feather in my cap and putting a spring in my step. So, yeah. so bugger off, tags, you muppet. <laughs> Nothing but respect. Here. Mate, maybe, maybe let's go. The autumn sun's little sister in Sydney, Arcana in race yeah. three. She was good first up. Yeah. She's, she'll be uh, fitter for that and she'll be hitting the line. Very good first up. Good on you, yeah. Tags. We'll talk to you later. Scoop, before we go to a break and let you go, brother, what uh, what do you like anywhere around the country? Uh, look, I really want to see Brooklyn Hustle put two together and, and say, hey, I'm, I'm back in the big time. I, I think she's chock full of ability and uh, uh, she's the one I'm really going to be following at the, at the Valley and... You know, her run, I think, is as important as Harbour Views, just to so, show that um, she can now put a couple of runs together at, at a good level. So they're, they're the two horses today. One, I like, and two, I, I'm really willing them to do well because I, I think they're, um, uh, they've got some special ability and it'd be good, to, you know, it'd be good for her to get a, a run without injury and for, um, uh, for Harbour Views to grow up. Good on you, mate. Uh, thanks for joining us this morning. Go put the beef in the slow cooker, and uh, we might touch we'll, base. We'll do. We might touch base a bit later it's, on. It's risen a bit that uh, fog now, so it's a bit clearer. So that walk has probably got to be a little longer than I first thought. Yes, uh, we feel really sorry I for you. Don't get lost. Yeah, good Bye, on you, mate. Simon. We'll talk to you later on. Okay, see you, fellas. <laughs> the backbone of uh, the odds couple, Simon O'Donnell and David, take it there. Uh, Paddy, we'll uh, take a break, our first break here on the odds couple this morning. It's the odds couple, thanks to Sportsbet. Trent Mason now to filling in for Simon O'Donnell and David, take it also on the sidelines. Paddy Garshagan with me, Jason Bonington up next. And the odds couple. Yeah, you're with the Odds Couple here on a Saturday morning on SEN. Trent Mason, Elder and Paddy Garshagan. We're going to turn our attention to trots now and thanks to the trots.com.au every race live and free it's time to say a very good morning to our good mate jason bonington morning bon hello boys yes looking forward to uh, getting stuck into this terrific meeting in Shepparton tonight no lock and bar art and no ride high of course the two most exciting horses in victoria at the moment we've got a great trot race wobbly and red hot tooth and of course a very exciting horse called reactor now goes around in race five in the program so make sure you're tuned in even if you don't want to hear bakes and i talking absolute excrement for the rest of the time make sure you're tuned in around uh, around eight o'clock because reactor now look he might be one of those horses that pops up in a victoria cup I'm not saying he could beat the big guns, but if he smashes a good field tonight, the excitement around him continues to build. Yeah, 8.03 that race is tonight. And drawing the pole, mate, with Josh Aiken in the gig, he should just lead and win, shouldn't he? 
you think so? The only thing is, he's, he's, he's a big lump of a horse. I'm trying to think of a thoroughbred you might uh, you might compare him to. He's just one of those horses. He takes a little while to get into his act. He can do things wrong. He's hard to steer at the moment. So gate one where it looks perfect normally um, for most standard bred uh, horses and particularly paces for him, it might be a situation where a couple think, oh, we might have a glass jaw here trying to get him out too quickly. So we'll try and cross at the start. So first 100 metres crucial. But if he does hold him early, that'll be the end of the penny section. Now, Jason, you know that I had an ordinary week in the punters club last week and I, I thought I'd have a crack at powder keg now powder keg didn't win and I uh, was licking my wounds and then I found out that you ended up tipping six of eight last night the other night at Ballarat am I right in saying you, you are right in oh, saying Paddy you've got to listen to the whole thing you came back nicely to me then. I thought, Paddy's just decided to, to take me on. This is a drive-by here for some reason. He said he had a bad day, and now he's saying, I made it even worse, and he kicked the dog and all the rest. But if you just stick with me, Paddy, six of eight. But you know what? Even worse, I, we do the WA uh, trot show on SEN track as well, and they only asked me for two winners for the entire program. I gave them the two losers. So I, I've just got to be a bit more discerning. Overall, that was a good night, and I reckon we'll have a good night at Shepparton again tonight. No, very good. Hey, what do you like in the the trot race? Is really good, as you mentioned. Wobbly's been in outstanding form, but it's uh, he's not going to get uh, all his own way. That's a really good race. It's very. It's, it's always you know. It's always the same. Paddy knows. Uh, Paddy knows the score. It's price sensitivity. I've got Wobbly on top. I think he's the best horse in the race. But he is a little bit one dimensional. He's still acclimatised into the really good racing. He gets away from your tornado bellies and dance crazes and McLovins here. But Red Hot Tooth was the best price earlier in the week. She popped up at five fifty. She's since been smashed back into about three dollars or three dollars twenty. Any of the bottom three can win if you're playing early quarters. Five, six, and seven are all in the mix. They all went terrific last start. But you just think if Wobbly can get the right run here, he should be winning. I think most people expect that he might have already taken over the mantle as the number one trotter in the country by now. That hasn't happened, but I think he'll be winning tonight, boys. And the precursor to that race, Bond, the other trot race worth 14 grand. There's a, it's another nice field with powder care going around, but uh, Tailored Elegance makes its first start here in Australia, I think, uh, or maybe second start, but a, a smart former Kiwi. Yeah, no, first start in Australia, and last time out, defeated a horse called Winterfell, who uh, who dominated the Inter-Dominion series in Alexandra Park. So you're looking at the racing game. This is a very strong three-year-old affair. It's good competitive race, and then you realise that they've thrown a Kiwi in the mix here of Philly, who's defeated the Inter-Dominion champion. And for those who don't know much about the Inter-Dominion, that's the holy grail of harness racing for both the Pacers and the Trotters. So for a three-year-old to come out and having beaten the winner of that series in Alexandra Park last year, she'll deal with these no worries. But I'll tell you what, every single trotter in that race will go on to win another five or six or seven races in their career. That's a super strong event. They're all just very unlucky they have to face Taylor Elegance tonight. All right, mate. So we better let you go before we do. Leave us with some winners, for, especially for Paddy, please. <laughs> yeah, Paddy. <laughs> I'll give you a gobble, Paddy, but if things don't work out, just follow the whole the whole program. Race <laughs> two, number one, Castle no, Retreat. Formerly, <laughs> formerly trained and driven by the late, great... Uh, Gavin Lang now with Brett Bunfield all the right signs earlier in the week ends up behind the leader no matter which way you map it and should be winning from that role and at a better price Paddy if things are if things are really dire or really good that's usually when we need a value winner when things are very dire or very good at about 9 o'clock his mock should be paying $7 or better and I guarantee you he is going better than any other trotter in that race for some reason he's just one of these horses that continues to go around massive odds regardless of how well he's going he'll turn up and win tonight. Race 7, number 10 is Mock. And as I mentioned a little bit earlier in the program, race 2, number 1 Castle Retreat. But don't just follow one or two, Paddy. I, I, have, I have faith in you today. You're going to get the job done. You're going to end up on top. But after that, 
just continue following me for the rest of the night once you get home, all right? In for a penny, in for a pound, mate. Good on you, mate. Uh, enjoy your day, and uh, you and Blakey will be dominating later on the airwaves uh, this evening. Uh, have a good one, mate. Thanks for joining us. Lap up the trots. Visit thetrots.com.au. There's Jason Bonington from Jason Bonington. We go to uh, Paddy Welsh, who's doing some great things up north, of Easy course. Ever. Great to have him on board, and great to have him as part of the odds couple. We're going to chat now to Paddy Welsh, who uh, co-host of SEN's Tracks new breakfast show with Ian Healy. Will be heard. Will be heard on SEN Track in Brisbane, the Gold Coast in Athens, and an EM available on the SEN app from September seven. Paddy, good morning. Morning, guys. Yes, we're uh, all ready to uh, launch on Monday, so we're looking forward to it here tonight. We've had a couple of rehearsal days and. Uh slowly getting used to these early starts, but uh, yeah, looking forward to them. It's going to be a lot of fun. Just before we, we get into it, two weeks ago, oh, the name escapes me, you gave us two weeks ago, but last week you go, hey, just, just have a couple of bucks on the candy man, cult hero, we know what he <laughs> likes to do, and what does he, what do he do? Yeah, it was just on the week he, before. Yeah, just on, that's right. But the candy man steps up and wins. Of course, we all thought we were too smart for our own good and back smart edge in that race, but the candy man, he's, he's the people's horse up there, isn't he? As I said last, said last week, cult figure, of course, you know, had that shocking accident uh, around his jaw and, and wasn't really supposed to return to racing. Uh, there's an old bloke from Gladstone who doesn't enjoy the best of health. Um, he made it down for one of his wins during the carnival 18 months ago or so. Um, and there's a, there's a little bit of a gun sin tie up there with the Pipos boys uh, involved. So, look, um, it, it really is a very good story. And, of course, the Candyman uh, is heading south, a little bit like Rockfire. So mm. the, the, this whole story around Queensland racing at the moment is fantastic. Um, Jimmy Byrne's gone down and is isolating, and Rockfire, we've just found out Everest. in the last 24 hours, is going to get a start in the Everest, yeah. So we'll see how good uh, the youngster is, and I know... Uh, Rob Heathcote is going to join us on the show on Monday morning and uh, talk us through uh, all things Rothfire. Obviously, he's not travelling with the horse because of the isolation thing, but Mal, his, his foreman, who travelled all the way around the world with buffering, mm. uh, will be down there with Rothfire. So, look, uh, lots of good stories around Queensland racing at the moment. I'm afraid, guys, I can't quite go the six, seven, eight to 7, 8-1 winners uh, today, no, yes, but I've got a little all-up for you. Short price all-up. What have you got? That is Astro Boy Toy in race four, the eight. Yep. For Toby and Trent Edmonds. And Ben Thompson, who uh, the, the ex Victorian jockey, has started off flying up here. Um, so race, race four, the eight into uh, race eight, the three, Masani Miss, which has been another one of my favorites. Uh, Paddy, I know they're looking Sorry to break it to you, mate, but one of them scratched. Astro Toy. No, 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 no. He was, he was dual nominated. He was in th race three yeah, and no. a scratch of three. He's running in four. Yeah, that's exactly right. Yeah, so uh, he's, uh, he's out of the third Astro Toy Boy. No, he's out of the fourth as well. Anyway, he's out of the fourth as well. He scratched out of the fourth as well. Oh, well, there we go. We'll put well, that's happened uh, that's 12 happened. minutes, an hour ago. Uh, we'll put our eggs in the Mashani <laughs> Miss Basket. <laughs> Sorry, mate. All the eggs in the Mashani Miss Basket, yeah. yes. Yeah. Race eight, number three. Um, Race eight, the three. Yeah. Uh, no fancy price, but uh, any price a winner, as they say in the classics. Absolutely. You got anything for us around the country? You've been dominating in Belmont and all sorts of different places uh, recently, or are you just sticking local today? No, I'm going to stay local today because the weather's beautiful up here. Track will be great again. We've had some really good tracks the last couple of weeks. So, uh, you know, naturally I'll be watching the big races down south. Um, you know, the, the Tramway and the Furious and the Chelmsford, uh, et cetera. But uh, um, I'll, I'll, I'll stick with Brisbane today and... Uh, Go with a short one, Mashani, miss. Paddy, always a pleasure to chat to you, mate, and best of luck with heels starting uh, starting very shortly. 
Yeah, we're looking forward to it. Monday morning, 6.30. Good stuff. Tune in. You can catch up with uh, Heels and Paddy Welsh on SEN Track in Brisbane. And Queensland is racing. Visit racingqueensland.com.au for the latest Queensland racing news. Meetings and form. Visit racingqueensland.com.au. Get racing. Gamble responsibly. Time for the news. Back shortly. CN, the Odds Couple. You are listening to the Odds Couple. Trent Mason Elder filling in for Simon O'Donnell this morning. And no David Taggart. Paddy Garshagan is with me. If you're just tuning in, and we've got one off the text here saying, where are the boys? Uh, we have had a situation, a COVID-related situation at Croc Media. So we're taking all precautions. Simon and David are not in the studio today. We've spoken to them this morning and we'll chat to them throughout the day. So Trent Mason Elder hosting today. We'll be hosting Trackside from midday as well, along with Campbell Brown and Paddy Garshagan, who's with me here. Uh, another text here, what was the first horse Simon said? Well, the two that he really spoke about were Harbour Views and Brooklyn Hustle, the two that he wanted to see today. We're going to chat to Brooklyn Hustle's trainer or co-trainer, Dean Cronkot, in a minute. Before we do, Paddy, the Punters Club um, code word for sports bit today? Yeah, sure thing. It's a digit. Zero, oh no, not zero, sorry. One, zero, five, three, of course. That's the new frequency in Brisbane on SEN Track. You know how it works. Your sports bet username, your suburb, and that code word, one, zero, five, three, to zero, four, double, three, ninety eight, eleven, sixteen. Just remember, one entry per person. If you do 20 entries, doesn't make a difference. One entry per person. Good stuff. Uh, we'll be doing that right throughout the day, and hopefully we're just getting inundated, as we always do here, with uh, entries for the Sports Bed Punters Club. I can see Tags trying to enter as well from uh, <laughs> from his home. Time now to catch up with uh, Dean Krongold, who's making his mark in partnership with Jason Warren, a recently formed training partnership out at Mornington, and they've got their very good mare, Brooklyn Hustle, going around in the McEwen Stakes today. Dean, good morning, and welcome to SEN. Morning, Trent. Morning, Paddy. Thanks for having me. How's your mare after a brilliant first-up win? Yeah, look, she's in great order. Um, probably, it might be a blessing to the skies of five weeks between ones because she does run well fresh. Uh, but, uh, look, she, no, she, we're really happy with her. She's uh, come through that run well. She had a good gallop um, last Thursday with Dwayne Dunn on board here at the Mornington course proper. And, uh, yeah, she all, she's ticking all the boxes going into today's race. Just talk us through, I mean, obviously you've only been with Jason a, a short time, but I imagine you know quite a bit about this mare. Has she matured from her two- to three-year-old season? Oh, sorry, yeah, three to four, three uh, to four. Yeah, she's, she's, so I've been at Denison Park for uh, over two years now, so I've actually seen seen her come through the system and, uh, look, she, from what I can see is that she's coping with her the uh, preparation a lot better. Um, and she she had a few niggles going into in, through those you know the two and three year old season and uh, this this uh, this time in she's uh, yeah she's just in, she's been in uh, been sound and we've been really happy with her and uh, she's yeah just coping really well eating a lot better and uh, yeah really thriving on training. Dean, the question on everyone's lips: how, how did this partnership with Jace begin? Were you just having a beer and you thought you know this is the next? Big partnership, the big group one winning partnership. You're a trainer in your own right. You've you've only sort of formed alliances the last couple of weeks. How did it all begin? Oh, so so once I uh, um, moved from uh, Kyneton, where I was uh, based at, to uh, Denison Park, I had a, a relationship with uh, Steve Leone, Jason Warren's racing manager, and he said to come down and uh, we can I can rent our boxes, and uh, from there, uh, pretty much Jason and I first uh, formed a really good friendship. And um, and look, and he identified pretty early on that uh, partnerships were the way to go of the future in the in the training ranks in Victoria and probably Australia as well, where you know the top echelon of trainers are all in partnerships now. 
it's a demanding sport and a demanding industry. So uh, it's, it's easier having sort of uh, two two eyes and ears and uh, hands to uh, that rather than one, and uh, for it to all work. So uh, it's uh, yeah, just pretty much started off as a friendship that formed into a, a relationship as well as in the business sense. And are you loving it? Oh, loving it, loving it. Yeah, absolutely. Well, when you've got horses of her mm. caliber, like Hustle and La Tigeressa, you know, it's really exciting. It's, uh, it makes it a lot easier to get out of bed than when you've got just a couple of 58 Raiders in the in the stable. Uh, we'll, um, we'll get to La Tigeressa. We'll get a word on her in a second. But what, what are your hopes for Brooklyn Hustle today? And you're concerned at all with Gate 2? Where's she going to get to in the run? Oh, look, that's, that's going to be the key. Um, obviously, there looks to be good pace in the race with Witherspoon and probably Bella Vella going forward. Um, look, she'll just have... It'll just all depend on how she jumps. Um, Dwayne Dunn, obviously, has ridden her before, and uh, and she's, she's, she can't, she's not going to be able to probably go around them, so she's going to have to sort of ride for luck and come sort of through the field, and uh, hopefully the, the gap's open, because if they do, yeah, she'll, she, she should uh, unleash. Well, she's done that twice before at the Valley, so she loves the track. She's taken uh, needle-eye openings along the fence, so hopefully, uh, for your sake, that can be repeated today. What's the ultimate goal with her this spring, Dean? Oh, look, uh, after today's run, we'll probably set our sights on the Moya. That's uh, one of her grand finals, so to speak, and then Depending on how she goes there and how she comes through that, the Manicato is also, uh, also on the list uh, at this stage. Then I noticed you got one nommed for the Caulfield Guineas Confrontational. Can you tell us a little bit about this horse? Yeah, look, he, uh, he's uh, shown a lot at home. Uh, he's just been a bit of his own worst enemy in his races. Um, we uh, put the blinkers on him last start at Pakenham on the synthetic and his sectionals were enormous. Uh, we still have high hopes for him, um, so he'll. Uh, he, you, could, you might see him next week at Flemington in the Exford Stakes, or he might look to go the easier option at a country meeting just so we can get a kill with him. But he, he's, he's more of a horse that will, will uh, come into his own when he gets to a mile plus, uh, even a mile and a quarter. Maybe one for a little futures bet, uh, Dino. <laughs> possibly, possibly. You just have to iron out a few few. Uh, that he's got at the moment, but once they do, he's a very exciting horse. Uh, Dino, obviously, you'd love to get to a Guineas with him, hence why he's been non. But potentially, could he get a Derby trip? Uh, yeah, definitely, definitely. He's, he's out of as a bill man. Mm. Um, he he can now. He's just been able to start settling in his races, um, and yeah. So so look, that is also an option uh, going forward. And just quickly before we let you go, uh, La Tigeressa number five in race number one, also a potentially tricky draw from the inside gate. What do you make of her chances in the first? Yeah, it's it's a it's a funny old race. It doesn't look to be much speed in the race, uh, and she does sort of settle in the second half of the field. So I, I don't think she wants to be too far. Away. So it all depend on how she jumps. We've got uh, Jamie Carr jumps back on board, and she is absolutely airborne at the moment. So, yeah, and she's been here before. So uh, I will probably just leave it up to Jamie, and uh, hopefully the luck comes her way, and she can give a good good uh, good showing. Uh, good stuff. Hey, Dean, it's been great to chat, mate. Thanks for joining us on the Odds, Odds Couple on SEN and best of luck with your partnership with Jason and Go The Hustle today. Appreciate that, guys. Thanks for that. Uh, nice young man, Dean Krongold there, and doing good things with Jason Warren. Cracking fella.
Paddy, nice to have a chat to these uh, new voices in the game. And um, we've just seen these partnership, as he alluded to there in that interview. It's the way on to the do back it. of your uh, outstanding question there. So <laughs> many partnerships forming in racing these days. And um, it's not a, not a surprise that there's a lot of success. The, the Mick Price and Mick Ken Jr. ones just going bananas. and They, they, and, are, they are flying. I think they had three at Donald yesterday. And just... Kira Ma and David Eustace are winning everywhere. Berserk. They are going bananas. We're going to take a break. You're listening to the Odds Couple on SEN. Trent Mason and Paddy Garshagan. Take a break. When we come back, we're going to get stuck into the form, both the Valley and Randwick. The Odds Couple. Uh, welcome back. This is the Odds Couple on SEN. Uh, two really good meetings today that we're going to focus on, the Valley and Randwick. The Valley, true. Uh, the rails in the true are on a good four. Randwick is soft five. Rail is out six metres. We're going to go through the Valley card and get tags on for his quaddy. And then we'll cherry-pick some of the uh, feature races in Sydney. Paddy Shagan is with me. Let's have a look at race number one, Patrick. It goes at 12.30. It's over 1,200. You can take out number nine. Yep. It's a benchmark 84 for the Phillies and Mares. Just quickly before I do that, um, there's been a big push for a Mick Kent and Price Horse in Kilmore. Oh, look out. Race two, number one, elementary home, $7 into $1.80. I heard the young yeah. co-trainer, Mick Ken Jr., give it a really good push. Unbelievable. So, uh, yes, I'm, I think that might uh, start tomato sauce very short in the tomato sauce odds. What, what's very the market uh, doing for race number one? Yeah, here? Mooney Valley race one, the BM84 handicap, over 1,200 metres. 65% of the cash has been with the Ma Eustace, number three, How Womantic. She's $3 into $2.60. Very talented type, this mare, who's four wins from five. She gets a bit of weight relief with Lockie Neendorf claiming two kilos, and she'll, mo she'll most likely lead, which is a big, big tick for Mooney Valley Race 1. That's number three, How Womantic at $2.60. Number six, Call Me Royal at $11 is the next best backed. Race 2, a benchmark 78 over the mile 1,600. Pull out 5, 8 and 15. Yep, number 14, Shandy has been best backed. $4.40 into $3.20 with 55% of the hold in the book. Big, big go. Can't bypass last week to have a crack at the Valley here. She's coming into this off the back of two very impressive wins against the clock as well. Toughest test yet, but certainly measures up a treat. That's number 14, Shandy at $3.20. Number two, Skyman at $7 is your next best backed in the second. Race three, arguably the toughest race on the card for three-year-olds. It's over the 1,500 metres and you can take out number six. Yeah, it's a uh, the Drum and Golf Handicap over 1,500 metres. Punters playing a little bit out wide. I think you've got to. This is a tough race. Number eight, best ever, $23 into $10 and holding 30% of all bets. Now, that's some proper interest too for this lightly race. Peter Moody trained three-year-old who, as I said, opened at 23 bucks. One start, one win. You can't knock that. Certainly one to watch the market late. That's number eight, best ever, $23 into $10. Number one, Luna Fox at $9.50 is the next best back. Okay, race number four on the card is an open handicap over the mile. The scratchings here are numbers one and nine. Yeah, number six, Junipel at $2.50 into $2.25 is best back to you and was subject to a few big wages upon opening on Wednesday. He looked to be beating showmanship for a fleeting moment in the last Eric Caulfield a few weeks ago and he's come back in great order. Barrier one is a little bit sticky, but 50, 55% of the hold on him. That's number six, Junipel at $2.25. Number nine, Prince Ziggy at let No, Prince Ziggy scratch. So the next best back is Shot of Irish, uh, number four at $3.50. Race number five, really good race this. Potentially a match race between Age of Chivalry and Showmanship, the good ho horse from Perth. It's a quality listed event over 1,200 metres. And number four, Hepticon stays at home. Yeah, that's exactly how the pun is seeing it. Match race certainly is a match race. Best back is number three. 
Street, Age of Chivalry, open $3.70, now into $2.90, 55% of all wages, gobbled up only by Flying Viridine, we've got to say, last outing. And I just think the map suits so much better for him than it does for showmanship, who will most likely get back. Pikey has never had a winner or run a drum at the Valley, for that matter. That's number three, Age of Chivalry at two at two dollars ninety. Certainly best backed that other horse. Number six, Showmanship, dollar ninety out to two dollars twenty. But his next best backed it, it certainly is going to be a match race for the okay. first leg of the Quaddy. Okay, race number six, in fact, is the first leg of the Quaddy. It's the McEwen Stakes, the first of two Group Twos, and uh, some smart. Uh, sprinters here, including Hanseatic and Brooklyn Hustle. What are the punters doing? We'll get Tags to give us his quaddy numbers shortly. Yeah, apologise. I said the last race was the first leg of the quaddy. It's not. This is the first leg of the quaddy. Group two, wait for Age McEwen Stakes. Number four, Bella Valor, $5 is the best backed here uh, as of this morning with 40% of all bets on the Robert Sangster winner uh, over the autumn. Feel she has the map on the side on this one. Brooklyn Hustle's going to go back. A few others, Hanseatic's going to go back. She's going to be in the right spot at the right time. She's a good old progressive type that's turning into a star. Already got the group one. I'm keen. That's number four, Bella Vella at $5. Number seven, Brooklyn Hustle is the next best backed and is Scoob's best at $3.80. David Taggart, are you there? Paddy, Paddy, Paddy. When, when you heard about what's going on um, with Scoob and I, you are rubbing your hands together. And now you've slid into the scoop spot and you've just totally stuffed it right up. <laughs> Why don't right? I? Know? You, you don't even know what leads are the quaddy. <laughs> you haven't even done the intro. Pens, pencils, crayons, form <laughs> And have we got any sports bet specials on for today? We do. Promos. 18 races, Ramwick and uh, Mooney Valley, up to 50 bucks back in bonus bets if you're second or third. It's a tough job, isn't it? What Scoop and I do. But anyway, <laughs> you think you can do it? But clearly not. All right. First leg of the quaddy. My little buddy returns, as we were saying earlier, Hanseatic. The outside gate worries me because um, I reckon they'll ride him cold. And I'm not sh- sure you'll be able to sweep around the valley. Brooklyn has us to, as I said, was given an 11 out of 10 ride last start by D. Dunn. I don't know if she'll get all them favours again today, but she still has to go in. So I've gone wide here. Uh, so the numbers are here, 2, 5, 7, 8, and 9. Oh, jeez. Derby day already, is it? No, no. All right, uh, race... No, I, Hold your horses, mate. You're like a bullet again. All right, race number seven is the Atlantic Jewel Stakes. Wasn't she a superstar filly mare recently? Uh, left us, unfortunately. It's over the 1,200 metres. Five and 11 are scratched. Paddy, what are the punters doing here? Yeah, number nine, Night Raid. Best back to $6.50 into $4.20 with 35% of all bets. Now, this is a horse that absolutely spanked them at Chatura the other day when we were $1.20. Uh, looks a very, very good type, and the market support is a massive tick. Number nine, Night Raid, $6.50 into $4.20. Next best back is number three, Dirty Thoughts at $6.50, who won here last start on the slot. Tags, what's your quaddy legs? Quaddy selection. Yeah, um, yeah, good push here for number eight, Agreeable, with Jamie Carr jumping on River Knight. I'm not sure if that's by design because Frosty Lane now jumps on, needs one on her. Uh, which I thought that was good enough for me. And, of course, uh, the Hayes first up. So uh, I've got numbers, and I'll, I'll just throw in your horse in there, um, the one that they've come for, Mick Price's horse, because it was dominant last start, breaking his mind. So the numbers here are four, eight, nine. 
four, eight, and nine in the second leg. That's Aidens Field, Agreeable, and Night Raid. We move on to race number eight, the feature event of the day. Wait for age group two, the Fee and Stakes, a race won by the great uh, David Taggart, six-time group one winning jockey. And the only scratching here and disappointing news, uh, the all-star mile winner, Regal Power, is out and he's headed back to Perth. The punters are doing a what here, Paddy? Yeah, number four, surprise baby, $3.40 into $3.20, 40% of all bets here. Look, if he is fair dinkum about winning Melbourne Cup, he'd want to start the campaign off with a win. He's trying to win this race to get into the Cox Plate, which will only assist his Melbourne Cup charge. Yes, the map and the distance is a touch awkward, but look, I think he is the best horse in the race. Watch the market later on him, though. That's the advice. See what the track's doing. But number four, surprise baby, is best backed at $3.20. Number eight, Harbour Views at $4.20 is the next best back for the Fiend, as well as some big wages on number six, Sirconi, has been backed $10 into $4.60. Tags. Uh, yeah, interesting with Sir Coney too because he hates the valley and he's been around here three times for nothing. So, yeah, I'm taking a risk on him. Uh, surprise baby, as we're saying, geez, he finds a nice race to kick off. And it was just, again, is he going to get back and might have to sweep? Coming around might be the one here at odds. Um, was one <clears throat> of only a few that made up ground here last start. So um, he has to go in and never underestimate Mahamidi at, at Mooney Valley. So you've got the two Nick Ryan horses. One loves the valley, one hates it. So I've gone numbers four, five, eight and nine. Four, five, eight and nine in the feature of the Group 2 Fiend. And we come home, race number nine here, the last tags. Best bit of the day. Is it going to be a one I think it might be. It's mm. an open handicap worth 135000 and the scratchings are 11 and 13. Yeah, well, number three, De Beer, is the best back. $4.20 into $2.90, holding 60% of all bets in the get-out stakes. Found the line nicely when fresh and up in distance here, ticking a lot of boxes. As we heard, it's tags best of the day. That's number three, De Beer at $2.90. Number four, Credence. At $4.40 is next, best backed and rarely runs a bad race. Tags? Yeah, Trenton, you know me too well, don't you? <laughs> and, and for all those reasons, best of the day, you know where I'm like, mate, all, all eggs in one basket. Undefeated, uh, uh, second up, and, uh, and, and at the track he's undefeated. So he's, yeah, number three, that's all. Oh, well, it's uh, appropriate because we know you like to beer. So uh, give us those quality numbers again, Tags. All right, first leg, two, five, seven, eight, nine. Second yep. leg, four, eight, nine. Third leg, four, five, eight, nine. Easy, eight, nine to get the runner. They end, of course, the last leg, number three. That's $60 for a unit. I like it, Tags. $60 for Tags is mm. quite a, And uh, Sydney, you said you found pretty tricky and you're, you're going to come back and find us a winner there a bit later. Well, I actually did. I, I then pushed um, Arcana, the... Oh, you did, yeah. Order of Sun's little sister made up an enormous amount of ground first up in a race that really didn't suit. And, uh, yeah, it's a tough little race too, but there's no real good things today at Randwick. Maybe um, Ice Bath in the last, if you want to go down that. that we, um, Ice Bath in the last two weeks ago didn't quite get the Yeah, we were on it. it. Yeah. We were on it. And we, got we were beaten, on it, yep. Which hurt. Yeah. Uh, in Sydney, look... Nature Strip is getting certainly plenty of support. Some what big, price is he? Dollar forty. We're getting some big bets coming through. A couple of five granders here and there. A couple Jeez, of ten granders. He'll be anchored in a lot of multis around the country, wouldn't yeah, he? I think he will. But it's just this: you look at his form record. It's either one or it's either a four. Yeah. So it's, yeah. It's, As I said, remember la- the start of last campaign? He was at prohibitive odds first up, yeah. and he got rolled. Yep. Yeah. So these are the ones. Down the straight. And who beat him? 
That was down the straight. That's right. So, uh, the Chelmsford uh, Paddy race number seven at Group Two level. Uh, Chris Waller's got about twenty horses in the race. So yep. what are the punters doing here? Uh, Avilius is a nice little stepping stone to uh, bigger and better things. You could say at five bucks. Finch resuming at sixteen dollars. Probably a bit tricky. Woogok. Well, would love a heavy track. I ain't getting that at 67. No chance. Angel Truth is a favourite for the Hawks. Yard is into $4.80. But, yeah, an interesting race in the Chelmsford. Don't know if it's his day-to-day, but Zabrowski was a super run first up. Certainly Keep is. Keep an eye on him for a race. Maybe like the Metropolitan Zabrowski. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's a very smart up-and-coming stayer. And just quickly, the Tramway Group 2 level, I assume the favourite here is Dreamforce. Yeah, Dreamforce, $4.20. They continue to, to come for Dreamforce. Won't talk you out of backing one called Vanna Girl. Comes down from Brisbane, ah, some serious form. Trialed, trialed, raced, uh, trialed recently pretty well and just sticking some wins together nicely in an $8 bet. Not bad. Colette also resumes, but first up, probably not for me. Yeah, $9. she's going to be eyeing up, I think, a race like a Caulfield Cup where Certainly you think if so. she holds her form from the autumn, she's going to be competitive. Hey, Tags, thanks for joining us, mate. Good luck with your quaddy and we'll touch base. What's uh, planned for the next uh, couple of hours until the races get underway? Oh, he's just dropped out. We lost Tags. We'll yeah, chat to him later on. We'll get saying. Scoo back on. Campbell Brown's going to join us for a trackside from midday. Best I'll be day. hosting. Uh, not sure yet. I'm going to keep my power to drive. What, what one from you? Uh, like how Amantic wins race one, but I, I really love Bella Vella. I really Bella love Bella Vella in the McEwen. I think she'll lead the race. She's got the map. She's going to run on the fast part of the track at $5. That's my best of the day. It's going to be a great day of racing, both from the Valley and Ramwick. We've got Dooman. We've got all the races right around the country here on SEN. And don't forget up next, off the bench with Hutchie and Pickers. Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 91.